Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone. Empathy, probably one of the most important leadership skills that you should be using more often. And the research says that 76% of people who experienced empathy from their leaders reported that they were engaged compared with only 32% who experienced less empathy. Now, empathy is a crucial business skill because it enables collaboration, motivation, and feeling respected. So empathy is foundational to emotional intelligence. Now, how do you make this a part of your everyday interactions? Because when you are being more empathetic, you are creating a ripple effect where people's perspective and emotions are acknowledged. And when I say that, it doesn't mean that you have to agree with them but they feel heard and understood. And like I said, that becomes a ripple effect when you are not just demonstrating, you're modeling it, and then they start to demonstrate and model it to the other, to their colleagues and people on their teams. In fact, 67% of people with highly empathetic managers report often or always being engaged compared to 24% with less empathetic manager. So in this episode, you're going to find some ideas that's going to be able to help build that awareness for you to be more empathetic and how to make this soft skill actually a business behavior. And this episode is called Empathy in Business. I'm Joel Silverstone again, and I will be sharing with you the strategies and insights to make empathy your opportunity to engage and collaborate in your professional and probably personal settings. This is also part of our four-part series on the soft skills that you need for 2023. So do check out our other episodes as part of the series, Change, Turning Resistance into Resilience, How to Be Persuasive in Your Writing and Communication Skills, and Leading Complex Projects with Clarity. Empathy is so important that it's not only a big part of our emotional intelligence course, it's a foundational in all of our leadership, difficult conversations and communication courses. So if you're interested in learning more about empathy, taking any of those courses, you will find segments, but specifically emotional intelligence. Now, as I said, empathy we want to change our mindset around that about thinking that it's a soft skill because it actually now is a business skill. So if empathy is that feel good element or something nice to have, let's talk about it being a strategic imperative because empathy is not a skill. It is a behavior. In fact, it's building your awareness to make this a habit. If you miss that pivotal moment as to how that other person feels when they are with you, more importantly, how did they feel after they interacted with you? What's the feeling that lingers for them? So I'm going to share with you a very simple definition of empathy. So often when we ask people, what is empathy? They'll say, well, it's putting yourself in the other person's shoes. That's true. Let me offer another perspective to that and maybe even demystify this a little bit. When we paraphrase that means that we're acknowledging the facts. We're summarizing. So paraphrasing is acknowledging the facts, summarizing. Empathy is acknowledging the emotions. Paraphrase, acknowledge the facts. Empathy, acknowledge the emotions. So this means that when another person is speaking, you're, you're really listening or watching at two levels. You're listening for the facts and you're listening for the emotions. And the emotions, as we all know, 
is what's going to be really important to that person. What could they be caring about? Why this might be important to them? And why is it that this is the one skill that seems to really elude so many professionals? Because most of the time, they think that they're doing it. And as you're joining us for this podcast, because you realize this is something you can get better at, or how can you feel more comfortable with it? You're in the right place as we continue to demystify empathy. Now, in my over 20 years as a facilitator, as a trainer, as a coach, working with thousands of teams and leaders with Fortune 500 companies, no matter what I'm training or where I'm training, where I'm delivering or coaching, at the end, whenever we ask the participants at the end of the session, all right, what's, you know, what's your aha? What was your one takeaway? Most of the time, people say empathy. And that's because, again, it was something they thought they were good at. But when we actually practice it in a safe setting and look at it a little bit deeper and think about what's going on for the other person, they start to realize that maybe they've missed those clues and cues. And that's the reason we often overestimate that we are being empathetic. So as we continue looking at this podcast, we're going to be looking for those clues and cue moments where empathy can be a, a game changer. Because it shouldn't be a, a skill. It's really about an awareness of a moment that you could build more trust, deepen that relationship, and most importantly, make that other person feel safe, understood, and recognized. Because when they're heard and recognized, they feel validated. And here's the good part. It doesn't take much. It's a few words, or maybe even it's not even words, maybe it's just listening, but it's that moment. It doesn't have to be perfect, and that's the thing. So many times when you take a communication skills course and the, the, you go through empathy and, and they just teach you like a script, which is, you know, I can see that you're frustrated, uh, and, we, and it feels like a script, so it doesn't feel natural. The most important thing about empathy is how can I be authentic and not be perfect? Whatever is going to come out authentically is going to be received a lot better than if it sounds scripted because it's a real moment. And it only happens if you are ready to recognize the other person has a need. Now, here's the mistakes we often make. It's not saying, I understand. So many times people say that and they think they're being empathetic because they go, I understand. And then I'll ask them, okay, well, what did you understand? Oh. Because that's how the other person is receiving it. When someone says to you, and you're, you're maybe explaining something that felt difficult for you to explain or uh, that required someone to really listen, and they go, I understand, I understand. You're not quite believing it that they understood because they didn't finish that sentence. I understood that this was a really challenging time for you or that this was uh, an incredible time for you. So it's that other part. That's why it just takes a few more words than just saying, I understand, which for us feels safe because we're not invested into it. Just go, I understand. Also, it's not saying, I'm sorry. Because that is too easy to just say, I'm sorry. And because so many um, scripting has gone on with you, I'm sorry, it's lost a lot of its meaning. And it doesn't sound real unless... Unless, here's the thing, unless you really are sorry, and that probably is not empathy, that would be more sympathy because it's more at a distance and you, you actually are feeling sorry for that other person. Now, my favorite, my favorite is putting all this together, which is when people say, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you feel that way. 
when you say it, it may not sound so obvious. But now as I'm saying it and you're listening to it, it might sound really obvious that when you hear it from the outside, because it's really putting yourself at a distance. I'm sorry, you feel that way. If it sounds like you're really judging that emotion. All right, so we're going to look at some scenarios. And uh, we're going to look at the two ways, two ways that you can use empathy. So as we're listening to these scenarios, you might be wondering, okay, if we all think we're doing empathy fine, what are some of those common mistakes in these scenarios? So we're going to look at these scenarios and then we're going to pick up on the missed moments because they're, uh, some of them might sound really obvious and some of them are going to sound probably a lot more subtle. Years ago, <laughs> I think about there was this old commercial and it went something like this. There was uh, we see the a shot from the camera uh, angle from the top of the stairs and we see a door. And within a millisecond, once that sh shot is established, the uh, kid comes rushing through that door. The door slams and he screams excitedly to the top of the stairs, something like, Dad, Dad, I got two A's. Dad's reply, off camera, don't see him. And all we hear is this, authoritative, loud voice that says, how many times have I told you not to slam the screen door? Next shot, kid goes to silence. <laughs> Dejected, obviously. Okay, that is emotional. And as outsiders, we clearly see that there was a moment to acknowledge the emotion, the joy that was being heard uh, by this kid coming home and saying they got the two A's. This seems so obvious. And yet, so many times we have missed those clues or those moments that seem so obvious to an outsider, but that's because in that moment, when we have these moments to, to be empathetic, we are often so distracted. We are often task focused or objective focused. And we're so busy thinking about that task that we missed that moment to genuine moment to really connect with someone and really make them feel seen and heard. Now, all that dad probably heard in that moment was for the 100th time, that screen door slamming. And as soon as he heard that screen door slamming, completely did not listen, didn't even really hear the excitement, the joy, maybe even the words that were being said and just reacted immediately. So that's also what empathy is, is we want to speak to the emotions before the logic. The logic might be door slams, let's take care of that. Uh, and then we can speak to the, the two A's and congratulate you, you know, logical. But it's the emotions first. And that's, neuroscience has proven that, that that is how we make our decisions. We make our decisions on our emotions first, and then we use logic to substantiate it. So let's take that commercial now, and we'll put it into a, a professional setting. And I'm going to give you a bit of a different version here of empathy. Let's, let's take our main character. We'll call this person Jesse. Jesse has been working really hard on a document for a client. Now, this document was a challenge for Jesse because they had to, well, A, this was really good. It was a chance to show some of their expertise. Jesse was going to show some of their expertise. Jesse was going to be also putting themselves on the line here. There was some vulnerability because they were going to be sharing some of their own thoughts and suggestions. So Jesse is nervous, uh, feels very vulnerable with this document. They had to step out of their comfort zone to, to put these ideas into a document. Also, they knew that the manager had said, uh, before we send it to the client, 
I want to prove uh, prove it and basically give you some feedback on it. Well, what happened next is a missed empathy moment. Because we always think empathy is about saying to someone, oh, I can see how frustrated you are. But empathy is about recognizing key moments where someone might be vulnerable and can, can feel recognized and understood and heard. So that manager did have feedback. And even though it was astute feedback, it, it was um, in the sense that the feedback was around some of the some of the grammar and a couple of words that could have been changed and, and then said, yeah, you know, everything else is fine. Now let's think about how Jesse feels after receiving this. Jesse's been, the story that's been building up with Jesse, working hard on this, putting themselves on the line, um, giving their thoughts and their expertise, waiting for the feedback from the manager and hoping that that manager has recognized what Jesse has invested themselves into with this document, that they put themselves out of their comfort zone. And all they heard was feedback or comments that didn't speak to any emotions, spoke to just the logic. Logically, this is a this document is fine. And there's some there's some spelling errors and some words that we could change around here. But did not speak to the the big picture, which is that Jesse has invested themselves into it that uh, Jesse has shown some thought leadership into it and really appreciated that. So in other words, how is Jesse feeling now after this? Is Jesse feeling motivated? Is Jesse feeling enthused to want to share future work with their manager, knowing that the only feedback they're really going to get is fine. It's it's good feedback in the sense that it is correct, but it's not helpful and it doesn't really make uh want jesse feel motivated to really want to continue to invest themselves into it so paying attention and being interested and concerned about what is going on in that moment we'll be right back with more examples of empathy and the tools you need right after this ad at The Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company, we want to help you develop skills in a way that is purposeful and impactful. If you or someone on your team wants to improve their leadership skills, it can be hard to know where to start. That's why we've developed interactive and engaging leadership packages, each consisting of multiple courses, individualized leadership coaching, and other resources. To support leaders at all levels, we've created four leadership packages, each specially designed to improve a leader's skills in a particular area. Lead with trust. Lead effective and collaborative teams. Lead with executive presence. And lead your presentations. Leaders will be engaged and learning from our proprietary, instructor-led training and grow as part of our community of like-minded leaders. To learn more about our leadership packages, go to greatcanadiantraining.ca or email us at info at greatcanadiantraining.ca and mention leadership package in the subject line. Worked with a lot of teams in sales and often uh, when we practice scenarios, the customer would often say, oh, times are tough. Now, cognitive, you can hear this is definitely a difficult time, and the person is is saying that. Um, but what often happens is the salespeople feel very uncomfortable in that moment, and they are they 
ignore that moment about times are tough and looking at more as they take it personally and go, oh, this person is not interested in buying, as opposed to an opportunity to really connect and go, uh, definitely, uh, these are difficult times. Uh, you know, we're struggling as well. Or uh, tell me, you know, these are difficult times. Uh, tell me what's going on for you. Uh, a real opportunity to build and deepen that relationship. And they always say in sales, that's what it is. It's about relationship building and they miss those key moments. So let me give you uh, some of the tools here on using empathy. Number one, it is to pause. So not to react, but to respond. Thinking about that door slamming, uh, it was a reaction. Respond is that count to two, one, two. How, what did I hear? What did I see that I can acknowledge here? And with that is two ways that you can now demonstrate empathy. And that's cognitive. And the second one is emotional. Cognitive is simply, I can hear uh, that these are difficult times as an example. I may not agree with you, but intellectually, I can hear it, I could see it, and this is a chance to, to share that. Emotional is when you actually maybe do absolutely can relate to that moment. So going back to Jesse in the document, for example, it might have been something as simple as, oh, I, I you know, this, is, this was a lot of work. I can remember when I had to do a document like this, it is very stressful to 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 come in with thought leadership. And so I really appreciate that you did that. It's connecting at that emotional level. Cognitive would be, I can just, I could see how much work you put into this and how much your, your expertise that you brought to this. And I appreciate that. And that's cognitive. So cognitive or emotional. And then finally, a very simple way is, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you hear? Because this isn't about you. It is about how the other person feels. And often when we try to do empathy, we also fall into the trap of uh, saying, as Bernie Brown would say, a silver lining statement, which is just trying to get you to, you know, it's, it's, it, times are tough, the customer might say, and, and you, your response will be, oh, this, this won't last forever. This will definitely, th things will pick up. And that's a silver lining type of statement. Silver lining mean it's we're just trying to make ourselves feel better, but people are not quite ready to go there. Another thing that's also challenged with empathy is that you can be uncomfortable to maybe label the uh, the emotion and say, I could see that you're frustrated. So instead, talk about the situation, not the person. I could see the situation has been difficult. I could see this situation has been frustrating because, again, it's not about you. All right, before we get to our three stars and we bring the empathy uh, to a close, I want to say this as our final thoughts as we lead into our three stars, which is empathy isn't about intuition. It can, this is something that can be learned to build your awareness for the moments. Empathy is such a crucial business skill to be aware for these moments because it is going to enable the people to work cooperatively, collaboratively. Uh, people have different experiences, different opinions. But again, it's about acknowledging that. And when all this happens, another statistic is innovation. When people reported that their leaders were empathetic, they were more likely to report they were able to be innovative. 61% of employees compared to only 13% with less empathetic leaders. Think about Jesse in that document. Is Jesse going to continue to be innovative uh, based on the feedback that they got? No, because they were not really being empathized with. 
Alright. Let's go now for our three stars. No trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you could start to put into practice. Number three, build your awareness for these moments. Are you focused on that moment to be able to connect or were you task focused? Number two, if you're uncomfortable, don't make it about them, make it about the situation. Instead of, I could see you're frustrated, I could see the situation has been frustrating. And number one, empathy means acknowledging the emotions you hear or see. You don't have to agree. There's cognitive, which is I can hear and see it. And there's emotional, I can share this with you. And then finally, what's something you can implement immediately? The next step, just think of this. Before you react, respond. And to be able to do that, think of what are you seeing? What are you hearing? Enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and leave us a rating or review if you enjoyed this episode. Let's stay connected. Join us on LinkedIn at Great Canadian Training and Consulting. And if you want more free resources and our list of professional instructor-led courses from software to soft skills, then make sure to come on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. If you have any questions or comments on the show, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. We'll see you next episode in our search for what makes a great communicator with our leadership and communication discussions and tips.